The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. Good to be back with the EP Podcast here in Evergreen Park. Evergreen Park's podcast that is 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb. My name is Chris Lanuti. I hope you got enough Thanksgiving turkey and all the fixins. I hope you got your Christmas lights up if you do that because now it's freezing cold. I hope you're stopping at your stop signs and you're driving properly through the neighborhood while kids are walking to school. They were out. EPPD was out like a dragnet on Monday morning coming out of the holiday weekend, at least over in the southwest quadrant where I am. Just on my drive from 99th Street past southwest over to Most Holy Redeemer, I saw multiple traffic stops all right after a stop sign. And I love it. I absolutely love it. You got four quadrants five days a week. They should saturate every quadrant at least once a week. On the way there, I saw the lights. I saw the tickets being handed out. It was glorious. On the way back, I saw everybody stopping at stop signs suddenly because they were nervous. Awesome. I loved it. First National Bank of Evergreen Park is the sponsor of the EP podcast, so I'm going to mention them now. They invest in the EP community. After all, they love this area as much as you do. Plus, their total access checking account gives you free ATMs nationwide, and there's no overdraft fees. This is my bank. This is the bank I have all my kids with their individual accounts in there so they can watch their money grow and learn how to invest. This is the bank where I have my business at for the last five years. And they're going to give you a $300 bonus with qualifying activities when you open up that checking account. Paired with their mobile banking tools and award-winning customer service, switching to a true community bank has never been easier. Stop in and see them. Great people, amazing building. You've driven by it your entire life right there on the corner of 95th and Pulaski. Walk into that iconic building today, tomorrow, sometime this week, and set it all up. The First National Bank of Evergreen Park, member FDIC. Sitting down here at the 9-foot homemade oak bar, Frank Murray is in here for the holidays. How are you, my friend? Chris, pretty good. Pretty good. How's your Thanksgiving? It was good. Do you have all your lights up? I do. We we put up the tree. We put up the tree. I got the tree up this weekend. Um, and, and I got the lights on, which was never my job. That is the most annoying thing in the world. I was telling this story to my daughter as we were putting the lights on. I used to put lights on the tree when I was a single man, because I wanted to have a tree in my house, Mm -hmm. right? In my Mm -hmm. apartment, when I was traveling around the country doing radio, I wanted to have a tree. The moment I started dating her mother through getting married to her all the way up until this point, she put the lights on a tree because I hated it. I hated putting lights on a tree. Right. And now that I am uh, going through the divorce... I am uh, putting lights on the tree again. And I found the first thing that I miss about her right there, putting lights on the tree. Putting lights on the tree. That's all I have. Are you guys uh, fake tree or real tree people? Uh, We're fake tree. Fake tree? I once got in trouble in Wheeling, West Virginia for explaining this. Oh, boy. So let's see if I get in trouble for it now. Oh, boy. Uh, I always said that uh, real trees were just just an invitation to having your house burnt down. (laughs) I would say that. I would be like, why, why would I bring in something that's not... Like rooted in the ground, that if it gets too dry, it lights on fire and kills everyone in my house. I want a fake tree, and I would I would yell about this all the time on the radio until the uh, the Tree Growers Association of America or something like they have like an association reached out with like their legal representation, saying that I was causing them irreparable harm 
by talking about how their trees are nothing but kindling that kills families uh-huh. in the middle of the night. And they didn't like that. Okay. And then my, my attorneys, our attorneys at the radio station read it and laughed at it and said, you're not doing anything other than telling jokes. Go back and tell the jokes. So then I read the letter. Then there was another letter, but it was a whole thing. Okay. Yeah. Wheeling, West Virginia and the tree association out there hates me to this day because not, of it. They're, so they're not sponsors of the EP no, podcast. Then. No, no, no. Okay. I've never been, I've never been a real tree guy. Every time I've seen somebody with a real tree, you know what I see? I see sap. Mm. I see, I, I see like needles all over their house, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, that's, and, and, that's and, a real and thing. you always see like right after Christmas, these dead things laying on the side of the road. Well, they were dead on Christmas too. I'm convinced of it. If they were dead, if they're dead looking on the side of the road on the 26th, I guarantee they were pretty dead looking on Christmas, right? And right. so that I would rather have the fake tree that I can leave up as long as I want to, put up whenever I want to, take down whatever, whatever I want to. I want the fake tree and not the dead thing that I'm trying to just limp along through the holidays. All right. Well, that's why I asked. I was like, we need to get you a, a pre-lit yeah. fake tree. Well, no, no those, those, those don't work either. The tree I have right now was a pre-lit. Those oh those lights go gosh. out after a while. Then you got to cut them all out them, yeah, and you got to put new ones. Restring them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. You got a couple of years out listen, of them. Listen, I am I love Christmas time and I am the most bah humbug Christmas person in the world. Like I hate <laughs> the decorations. I still haven't put the ones up on the side of the house yet because I'm I keep looking at the ladder going, this could be the year I die. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to do it, but I know I have to do it for the kids. Mm-hmm. So yeah, eventually it'll all be up. Right now, the interior of the house is done. Mm-hmm. And then We'll get the exterior done at some point this week when it's not 15 degrees outside. Yeah. Well, okay. Like today. Yeah. Weekend's supposed to be in the mid no, 40s. Thank you. So I'm yes. going to do it in the mid 40s. It's yeah. much better weather yeah. That's for outdoor lights. Yeah. In between the hours of 11 and 3 p.m. when it's actually light out. <laughs> when it's light outside. <laughs> it's the worst, man. It's the worst. It's I took, horrible. I took, I took my little guy, Nick, to church on Sunday and we had to go to St. Christina because we couldn't go to the morning mass. So I was like, all right, we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to St. Christina's 5 p.m over in Mount Greenwood. Uh-huh. And I head over there and he's falling asleep in the pew because it's dark outside during mass at 5 p.m. He's like, I don't know. I'm just so tired. I'm like, I know you're tired. It's pitch black outside the church. You would think you were at midnight mass. Uh-huh. I will never get daylight savings time ever. I'll never understand daylight savings time and real trees inside of your house. <laughs> Those I'll are never the two get. things that really can Seriously, I'll never get, I'm really never going to get daylight savings time or real trees inside I like the house. extra hour, but then... You know, of sleep that you get from daylight savings in, uh, in what, end of October, early November. But that's, I mean, that's it. That's it. And then it's dark at 4.30. It's dark at 4.30. It's brutal. not fair. It's awful. It's not right. All right. Now that we've, now we've complained about trees, daylight savings Mm -hmm. time, Mm -hmm. getting the lights up. Let's get into uh, what's going on at the library. All right, Chris, let's do it. Um, I better get the whole 30 minutes now to talk about library (laughs) stuff. You know what? I think you're going to get it. You're going to get it because I spent all weekend working. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, I, unless he appears on this show, and it would be a miracle if he does at this point as we're uh-huh. recording, right? Yeah. I was going to have Rich Daniels on from the oh, City Lights yeah, Orchestra. Oh, yeah, And he, we weren't able to get it worked out, and then we were going to reschedule, and that didn't work out. And then I had then I had Thanksgiving, and then like the whole weekend went by, yeah. and I'm putting up the lights, and now I'm sitting there going, all I got is Frank. So ah. we're just... You you may be the whole show today. Second, I don't know. As we're recording, you are. Now, Mayor Burke is on next week. Okay. Down right, here. We go. She's going to be in studio down here next week. So if you have any questions for the mayor, it's our holiday chat with the mayor, which I think we have done every year, not only with her, but also with Jim Sexton beforehand. So every holiday season, we get the mayor down here. That's happening next week. So if you have a question for the mayor, don't put it on like a <laughs> comments in the Facebook 
where you're ticked off about something, tell me, right? Go to the eppodcast.com, click on the little microphone, leave a voicemail, I'll play it for her, right? You want to say it to her directly? I'll play it for her and she can answer your question, okay? There's my there's my plug for that. There we, we should go. get to you, though, because it's been a while. Yeah, and now it's like you're bra- really breaking out. That's like 22 minutes left or something. I don't know. I'm not keeping time, but... No, what what I do want to start off with, Chris, you always ask me what's my big lead off. Yeah, what's your big lead off? We are excited to announce the beginning January, January 1, January 2nd, when we're actually open for 2024, the library is going to be doing what's called automatic renewals on the items that you checked out. So instead of, you know, your your three week due period when that item's due, um, as long as no one's waiting for the item. Three days prior to its due date, you'll get an email notification saying, hey, your item has been renewed. You don't need to rush it back. Oh, really? Fines. So you don't have to run back, renew it, and go back home. This means less time in the library, though. Aren't you well, worried about that? Everybody could renew right now through the mobile app or okay. online okay. or just call us. So this so auto This is more it. of like a convenience for our, especially our heavy users, because okay. we got a lot of feedback from people. And we are the only library in the area. We're actually only six, one of six Swan libraries that Swan's like 101 libraries now where we don't, we haven't been doing this already. What's a Swan library? Swan library is the, the group of uh, 101 libraries to share library resources. On the and south side? The, yeah. Are these uh, all suburban libraries? All that, suburban libraries. Does, right. it, does it include Chicago? No, right? Chicago, it's, a, own, right. its own system. Okay. Swan, 100, it's, you know, uh, Northwest, Western, so, Southern uh, suburban libraries. Right. It's a library army. Consortium. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a army. Society, sounds better. Yeah, secret sure. society of librarians, kind of like the Illuminati, but helping more powerful. you get your right. your resources, your informational <laughs> needs when you need them and want them. So essentially, that's going to start uh, on the first of January, twenty twenty four. Your items will automatically renew. Um, all you need to do, it's going to be automatic. But the only thing that you need to make sure that you're signed up for is email notifications. Okay. That's how those notices are going to right. go out. That's how you're going to get them. Because um, maybe somebody's waiting for a book, the book that you have checked out. You're going to get an email saying, hey, sorry, that wasn't re- auto renewed. You need to return it as soon Do as you, you can. Do you worry that with this system mm-hmm. and people just getting all their books auto renewed in this infinite space, that there'll be tumbleweeds in the library and empty bookshelves because all the all the books are just at somebody else's house. Not at all. Okay. I just wanted to paint a bleak picture and <laughs> yes, see if you, you reacted did. Yeah, to no, it. I, okay. I'm not worried at all. And I do, do want to know. You'll have less conversation with human beings because less people will walk inside the library and you'll become lonely. No. Okay. All right. These are the only probably, concerns I'm Probably come up more because they're going to be so overjoyed that we are actually offering this service. More people will come to people, the library? People will come in or call and say, oh my God, Frank. Library people, thank you no, so no, no, much no, no. for this. I, I get your reasoning here. Mm-hmm. What was keeping some people away from the library was the lack of auto-renew. And now that it's here, they're going to be like, you know what? I wasn't going to use the library, but now I'm going. Rejoice. Okay. Yep. Rejoice. Right. I got you. And let me do one more asterisk, too, because I got to make sure everybody's aware, because you know they're going to be like, hey, Frank, I heard you on the EP podcast, and you didn't mention this. But there are some items that are not eligible for auto renewal. And those are, are electronic. All, the good, all elect- the good items are not eligible <laughs> on auto renewal. Items. Nothing you really want is eligible <laughs> on auto renew. There's just a couple. Electronic devices like our hotspots, laptops, tablets that we check out, those right. are not eligible. Our out of system requests, which are OCLC. So if they're coming from outside of our Swan library or outside of the state, those requests are not eligible. And then our digital items that are checked out through Libby 
or Canopy, which okay. is our video streaming platform. Those, those are the only, yeah, those don't get auto renewed. Okay. Right. All right. All right. right. It's, it seems like it's okay. Seems like a pretty good deal. Good. I'm glad. Right. Okay, good. We that passed was the, the Chris big test. Thing? That was your big thing? I we're, figured your big thing also, was going to be like, you know, a bunch of drinking in the library or some sort of scavenger well, hunt in the library. That's or, coming up. Okay. What's that's that? coming up. Well, before I get to the drinking in the library, I'd want to give a quick shout out to, we recently upgraded our mobile printing service too. I don't know. Not a lot of people realize we have this available, but we, we just upgraded the service. Um, you can, if you need an, a document printed or whatever it might be printed, you can send it virtually to the library. There's three different ways you can do it. One, you can upload that document through the library's website. We have a little link on the, on our homepage called wireless printing. Click on that. You can upload the document. You can even select, you know, say you got a 12 page document. You only need pages four through six of that document. You can what does this page cost? Range. What does this cost? I mean, things have things printed at the library. Just the cost of the of the paper. That's it's it. uh, ten cents black and white, fifty cents for color. Okay. Yeah. Right. And then we also have a really awesome mobile app um, that you can go on, download that mobile app, and send prints from your phone, pictures, photos, whatever it might be. All right. So we have an auto renew, and you can print stuff at the library. It's very exciting. From you know, home. Okay. And you got 24 hours to I just want to, to come point out, you were worried about how much time you were going to get on the EP podcast. You went with auto renew and copy paper. Those are huge, Chris. Okay. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. What's good? What's it, what am I going to enjoy at the library? Not What's that what you do, not that auto renew doesn't Man. have me all a Twitter, okay? Like I'm not like I, I I'll be lighter in my loafers, skipping around, okay? Based upon the idea that auto renew is at the library. But what am I going to enjoy other than that, Frank? <laughs> well, knowing you, Chris, yeah. Last time, I think it was the last time I was on the podcast, or maybe two podcasts ago, we talked about um a little fall beer tasting yeah, event. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Full house, you were there. It was packed. We had a waiting list. We're doing a winter beer tasting. So it's going to be another by tasting. popular demand. Same guy, I would imagine. Same guy. He was interesting. Correct. He's extremely he was, he was interesting because he kind of like, he, like there were things about beer that I didn't know as I was sitting there going How about through. that? I know. And I normally know an awful lot about it. I mean, I've been somebody that's been into the craft beer scene right. for years. Right. And, you know, and, and so I, there were things that I picked up from him. That I was like, ooh, I can use this next time I'm in a conversation with a brewer. <laughs> and I did. Really I actually impressive. know I actually used something that I learned from him in a conversation with a brewer that I was talking to on another podcast like two weeks later. And he was like, How did you know that? And I'm like, Oh, I'm a very knowledgeable person. But it was really because I just stole it off of that guy. And you learned it at your local library. That's now. right. That's my drop the mic moment right there, Chris. Chris just learned something off of our I know. beer guy. The library taught yeah, me something. Yeah. Strangely, there it, is. it was about beer. And you know what? This is recorded. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love about this. It's on record. Winter beer tasting is going to be Monday, December 18th at 6.30 p.m. Okay. Sign up now because registration will be Get really, in there. Yes. All right. Get it going. Get it going. Winter beer tasting. Mm-hmm. We got a couple of after hours events coming up. That's um, what I like to hear. Mm-hmm. There we mm-hmm. go. What do we got? We had to postpone our amazing race. Remember the amazing race library edition that you I was promoting? It? We had to postpone it because we had, 
We had a staff member that was running the event. It's her baby. She she had some health, oh, minor health concerns. Uh-oh. Got sick, so we didn't want to have it without her because she had put so much work into it. So it's going to be Friday, January twelfth. It's twenty one and over event. Please register in advance. And we have several different time slots, so you can pick which time slot works best for you. And that is Friday, January twelfth. And then for all those uh, Ted Lasso fans out there, we're having an after hours trivia night. That is going to be Saturday, January 20th at 6 p.m. Did you like the Ted Lasso? I watched the first uh, two. I've watched the first two seasons. That's all you need to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't watched uh, the third and final. Like the first two seasons are the best, and the first season is the best. But it was like at some point they decided to like make it like a drama instead of like the most feel good show you've mm-hmm. ever watched your entire life. Mm. And then you were just annoyed. Oh, but you're like, well, I got to get to the end. But you were just annoyed. Well, I, I still have to watch season three so yeah. I can participate. Yeah. In now, this. on the other hand, good. on the other hand, if you want to watch something that's good that has to do with uh, soccer or football, as the rest of the world calls it, uh, welcome to Wrexham. On, uh, I want to say oh, it's yeah. on FX, so mm-hmm. you can get on the Hulu and stuff like that. It's the one where Ryan Reynolds. Yep. And uh, and the guy from Always Sunny in uh, Philadelphia like bought a an actual soccer team in Wales. It's really good. Like as a sports fan, love it. It's a documentary that kind of like if you're in the Ted Lasso and you want to see something in real life that's similar, I would definitely Those watch. Those are it. it. Yeah. yeah, I've definitely seen the previews good. for that. They look pretty good. Yeah, very good. Well, and we're also having author Kathleen Rooney. She is going to be at the library live and in person on Thursday, December. 14th what does she write what kind of books is she writing so her latest is from dust to stardust and she's also the best-selling author of lillian boxfish takes a walk and share a me and major whittlesley so this one from dust to stardust is a novel about hollywood the cost of stardom and selfless second acts inspired by a true story so it's based on the life and adventures of jazz age film star colleen moore and then what do the authors do when they come to the library it's usually a variety of different, there's kind of like three different things. They'll talk about their whole process, their writing process, right. specifically for that book. Uh, some will read passages and talk about those that mean something particular to them. But we make everybody do the Q&A because that's what everybody wants. They want to ask their, their favorite author or one of their favorite authors a question like, Hey, when you were developing this character, what was your what was your motivation? What was, you know? Yeah. Um, that's why I want, so I want yeah. like an event with uh, George R.R. R. Martin. So I can be like, when are you going to finish the books, Lazy? Like, oh, that's yeah. what I would like. All right, I'm writing this down yeah. for you. Yeah, just get uh-huh. him on so I yeah, can ask him we... why he's so lazy. <laughs> All right. It's just how he writes, man. It takes him eight Whatever. years. It takes Whatever. Whatever. I think that the ending that HBO came up with was his ending, and he saw that everybody hated it, so he's never going to write the books. <laughs> Honest to goodness, that's my theory on him. Well, he probably has. That was actually his ending, yeah. and he was like... They don't like it, and he's uh, never going to write the books yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what happened. They I think we were all going to be disappointed in the end. That's what I think. Oh, my goodness. A lot of holiday-themed stuff. We have Kids Craft Nights, Tuesday, December 5th, and Tuesday, December 19th. We're going to be doing all sorts of, uh, we're making a pine cone reindeer, grades K through 5. We also have Santa Story Time with our favorite Santa, one of our favorite Santa Claus, Dreezy Claus. It's going to be Sunday, December 17th at 2.30 p.m. We're going to have stories, ornament making, snacks, and everything. Picture time with 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 Dreezy Claus. Dreezy Claus. With Dreezy Claus. Okay. And then we are having a Merry Grinchmas Friday, December 22nd at 11 a.m., grades 5 and under. We're going to have 
of course, we got when we have something, we do crafts and we have snacks. You always have crafts and snacks. And we're also showing. In fact, normally when you give me an event, it's more about the crafts and the snacks than the books, which is amazing to me. <laughs> we do it all, Chris. Yeah. We do it all. Yeah. We're also showing the 1996 uh, movie, Dr. S- Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Okay. The Grinch will be there. So now here's a question for mm-hmm. you when it comes to the Grinch. You have the original. Okay, the cartoon. Mm-hmm. You have the one with Jim Carrey that you're showing. Mm-hmm. You have this Benedict Cumberbatch cartoon one. Well, we're showing the original 1966. Not, you're showing not the 1966 the, not, not the one with Jim Carrey. Yeah. You're not showing the Jim Carrey, Correct. you're showing the original one. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so you got you got the 1966 one, mm-hmm. you got the Jim Carrey one, you got the Benedict Cumberbatch full-length one that's in, the, uh, in cartoon form. Right. My question is, one, which one is your favorite? And two, why is the Benedict Cumberbatch one so unnecessary? <laughs> You're asking my personal opinion on the Benedict Cumberbatch one. How about that? I have to say, I uh, when it comes to this one, I'm definitely a traditionalist. I love the 1966 version. I do it's got to be and my the favorite. The Jim Carrey one is good. But Jim my Carrey's ki- good. My mm-hmm. kid watches the one that's the cartoon, and I'm like, why did they need to make this? They have a full-length one. They have the original one. Why did we need a third one? I'm never going to understand it. Chris, ever. in about three years, they're going to make another one. That's ridiculous. Did you see that they have a new Willy Wonka movie coming out? Yes. Why? Yes. Why? The early life of Willy, Gene Wilder's version is still the only version. (laughs) Like, the one with Johnny Depp is weird. Tell me that you didn't watch the Johnny Depp one and go, that's weird. Very. It's weird. It's not like, like, you can't say that that's the better one. And now you have a new one coming out with, who is this, Timothy Chalamet's in it? Mm -hmm. I only Mm -hmm. know about him because of Saturday Night Live. I I, I have such a hard time (laughs) placing him in any movies. I think he did Dune. Dune, yeah. And and he's on, he's on. Saturday Night Live. That's that's the only times I ever really remember him, right? And he's doing he's doing Wonka, and I I just don't get it. He's like, well, well when, when was the last time we did a Wonka movie? Uh, Fifteen years ago. Time for another Wonka movie. Mm-hmm. Why? So I hear they're also going to try to remake the Twilight series, the one with the vampires and the world. The vampires, yeah. That one I don't even care because I like, well, it's like I didn't, this I didn't watch happened. the first one. But again, why do you need why to redo it, it right? Why? Like, once a movie's out there, like, I understand the idea that there was bad technology when you came up. Like, Dune. We just mentioned Dune, right? Yeah. The original Dune with Sting is stupid. Like, there are some people that really like it. It's like a cult classic, right? Mm -hmm. But if you sit down in front of that and you try to watch it, you're like, what am I watching? This thing is long. There's a bunch of sand. It doesn't make any sense. The, the, The graphics are weird. If I showed it to my kid right now, I'd be like, I'm not watching this. This is garbage, right? So I understand that you need to remake it because the technology didn't exist, right? But what are you going to do in the new Twilight that you didn't do in the previous Twilight? What advancement in in filmmaking has occurred in which you need to make another version of it for the next generation? I think the vampires are just going to sparkle better when they're exposed to sunlight. I don't know, Chris. I'm just throwing (laughs) throwing you a bone here. I don't know. They sparkle when they're exposed to sunlight? I think that's part of the book. Really? Yeah. And that kind of goes back to, I'm glad we're talking about this. Well, yeah, me too, because now I know you're a big Twilight fan, because I never knew that. And you know that the vampires sparkle in the sunlight. Which, I'm a librarian. Which, which I have vampire to know this sparkles stuff. the most, Frank? I don't know. Which Chris, one's I the sparkliest? Know. But this goes back to my original point. The book's always better. Yeah. Got to go with the book. You read the book? Got to go with the book. You read the book? Not for Twilight, no. Okay. I did not I, read the, that You one. were out of here if you read the book but for Twilight. But Dune, you go back to Dune, you yeah. got to read Dune, and George R. Martin... I All mean, right. come on, you can't get better with the Game of Thrones series. You're right, the, the books are better in Game, than Game of Thrones as well. His story is really interesting. As yeah. a writer, he's awful. He's an awful writer. He's an <laughs> awful writer. He had a really good idea. Awful writer. 
taking too much time for Chris. We need to get these books All published faster. Just get to the point. Let's go. Get to the damn point. All right. All right. Well, Speaking I'm going to go, getting to the damn point. I'm going to go back to my points here. So we got the Grinch coming back again, Friday, December 22nd, 11 a.m. And then we're also having our huge New Year's Eve Eve party for the kiddos. That's Saturday, December 30th at 11 a.m. This is literally, there's 80 kids downstairs in a basement with noisemakers, balloons. Pot. It's a huge party, and it's it's crazy. Okay. It's absolute chaos, yeah. but so much fun. They're all running around. How old are your guys? A lot of fun. How old are your kids? They are uh, 7 and 10. Do you let them stay up on uh, New Year's? No, they usually fall asleep, actually, believe it or not. But if they stayed up, would you like, make them if go to bed? If they wanted to do that, yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd okay. see if they could do it. Yeah. Especially maybe the 10-year-old might. But. but when mine were that age, you're right. It was like a struggle for them to stay up. But now that there's two teenagers, the youngest one is going to make it. Like yeah. he, he thinks he's a teenager. He's eight years old and thinks he's a teenager. He's like, I got this. Yeah. This is no problem. He ain't going anywhere. This is no problem. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna pound a couple of Red Bulls and stay awake. <laughs> It's now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you by Spoken Vine Wine Bar and Bottle Shop, northeast corner of 95th and Kedzie. Let me tell you, you're looking for a gift during the holiday season. You also want to go out and have a little bit of fun. Go to Spoken Vine, try a couple of wines out, then pick up one of the bottles you just tried as a gift, and boom. You're set. They're also starting to do wine tastings over there as well. They got great food, 21 and over. Everything from the bar to the lounge seating, it's whatever your style is. See more at SpokenVineWines.com. This Saturday, December the 2nd, kicking off at 2 p.m. going until 5 at the Community Center and Klein Park in the Southwest Quadrant, a Dickens Christmas Returns. Santa's going to be out there. Train rides, vendor fair, pony rides, petting zoo, trolley rides. I believe they have carolers on there and more. And afterwards, Mayor Kelly Burke will be lighting the big tree at 6 p.m. in Klein Park. Circle Park, if you like to call it that still. Hot cocoa and cookies await at the community center following the tree lighting, including a special visit from Santa Claus. DP Podcast is planning on being out there. I think they're going to put me inside this year because I'm always freezing about halfway through it. It was offered to me. I must look like an icicle when I sit out there every year. Make sure you stop by and say hi and enjoy this incredible annual event. Another annual event going on is the EP Youth Department's annual coat drive. They are accepting donations of coats, hats, socks, scarves, and gloves during the coat drive, you only have until November the 30th. So you only have a couple of days. Donations must be in new or clean used conditions. Drop them off at the Community Center, 3450 West 97th Street in room 105 or over at the Village Hall, 9418 South Kedzie. Over at the EP Fire Department, they are going to try to keep the wreath red. They do this every year. A big wreath is put up on the fire station. You can see it when you go down Kedzie and it's lit up with red bulbs. In the event of a fire caused by holiday decorations, again, this is why I don't like real trees, they will take a red bulb out and put in a white bulb. They are asking you to try to keep the wreath red by practicing holiday fire safety in your home. 
The Evergreen Park Candlelight Theater is presenting a festive holiday youth musical December 8th and 9th. Mark your calendars. 7.30 p.m. show on the 8th and 9th, and then also on the 10th, a 3 p.m. matinee, I almost left that out, at the EP Senior Center at 9547 South Holman Avenue. Tickets are available at the Community Center right now, 12 bucks for adults, students, and seniors at 10 bucks. And get your tickets before they are gone for the Sounds of the Season Christmas concert being put on over at Most Holy Redeemer Church on December the 17th at 7 p.m. when the City Lights Orchestra and vocalists conducted by Rich Daniels will be doing their annual performance. Tickets are free. They are only for Evergreen Park residents. They are first come, first serve, and you can only get up to four tickets per person. You can also not get them over at Redeemer. You have to go to the EP Rec Department located at 3450 West 97th Street. They're open 9 a.m. until 5 p.m. Monday through Friday and on Saturday 9 a.m. until noon. Finally, Evergreen Park Community High School is having their open house on Wednesday, December the 6th, 5 to 8 p.m. 7th and 8th grade students who reside in EP will have the opportunity to learn about EP High School's academic programs and see the school's state-of-the-art facilities. I've done that tour before. It's a really good tour. Don't miss it. That's your EP Podcast Word on the Street with SidSauce.net reminding you that the next Village Board meeting is December the 4th, 6 p.m., second floor of the Village Hall. I don't know how spicy those get, but you can spice up your food with a ton of different flavors. Peppers grown in Evergreen Park, sauces bottled here and dropped off at your door for free. Stock up on some hot sauce this season, a great stocking stuffer, and the only place I get my hot sauce from is at SidSauce.net. All right, is that everything? Did you get it all? Are you good? I mean, do you have more time? No. No, I don't. You're out? No, I mean, like, you could get, like, I'll give you one thing. One more thing, Frank Murray. Mm. You know what? Just pick up your newsletter. They're fresh, hot off the presses, covering the months of December, January, and February. They should have been delivered to your home. Should have been. If not... Probably didn't. If not, check it out on our website. We have tons of fun, awesome educational activities. Listen... Or stop into the library. If you think you're frustrated with your mail delivery, I want you to sit down for five minutes with a Frank Murray, who will come to my house and say, did you get the newsletter? And I'll say, no. And then the next time he comes to my house, he'll go, did you get the newsletter? I'll be like, I got six. Yeah. <laughs> we literally have people who bring them in because they feel bad that they got five of copies. The mail carrier dropped off 40 of these at our house. Do you have an apartment? Nope, just my house. Yeah. Just put 40 of them on with me. Guess it's better than having them thrown away. <laughs> it's the EP Podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the E. Podcast Evergreen Park <laughs>